Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Friday, June 2nd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the debt ceiling is lifted. Number two, the coming fight, the supplemental. And number three, the punch power matrix. Let's get into it. What a, uh, I guess, four months. Um, The debt ceiling has finally been lifted. Um, The Senate voted after about 11 o'clock last night to lift the debt limit. The vote was 63-36. The bill now heads to Joe Biden's desk. And that's a little bit of a misnomer because uh, Speaker Kevin McCarthy has to enroll the bill. Um, I think he will do so in the coming days. And um, it will go to Biden's desk after that. Biden will address the nation tonight from the Oval Office on averting default and the bipartisan budget agreement. Um, his first Oval Office address in this debt limit process. He has not talked a ton during the process. Um, there was little doubt the Senate would approve this legislation after the House cleared it 314 to 117 on uh, Wednesday night. Um, the uh, Yesterday, as we were kind of wheeling through the Capitol, the only question was, would they uh, take all weekend? Would they vote today, Friday? Would they vote Saturday? Um, but it turned it turned out at the end of the day that um, the goal really was to get out last uh, Thursday night and get home Friday. The Senate is scheduled to be in next week, so people want their weekend. Uh, just 17 Senate Republicans voted for the measure, including John Thune, the number two Senate Republican, and the number one Senate Republican, Mitch McConnell, John Barrasso, the number three Senate Republican, opposed it as did a bunch of other senior Republicans. Um, the uh, This all came together, and we premium readers know this because it came out. We did a big edition yesterday about this. I think a couple editions about this yesterday. Um, the This all came together after the defense hawks, Republican defense hawks, who were mad that the defense budget would, cap, would be capped at $886 billion, got Schumer to commit to moving appropriations bills in time to avoid further spending cuts. And also, they left open the possibility of doing a supplemental spending bill. We'll get to that in a second. Um, there was a, a, a lot of back and forth about this. They voted, the Senate voted on 11 amendments last night. And it was kind of interesting. They voted for them in 10-minute in increments <laughs> so they could get done last night. Um, you know, when the Senate, as we always say, when the Senate wants to move fast, it moves really fast. Interestingly enough, those those hawks who wanted the opportunity to, to craft a Ukraine, China and Israel supplemental bill is um, uh, those hawks voted in large part against this bill. So um, but the number two story of the day is on that supplemental. Andrew Desiderio and I did a dive into how difficult it's going to be to get a supplemental appropriations bill across Congress and to Biden's desk in the coming months. Now, the issue at issue here is more money for Ukraine. And basically, senators, hawks on both sides of the aisle want to make sure that they have the ability to keep funding the war in Ukraine ahead of a counteroffensive um, uh, by Ukraine in the coming months uh, or or just a plain offensive uh 
And uh, I would just say that this is going to be an incredibly steep hill to climb for Senate Republicans and Senate Democrats uh, with Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy is going to be very skeptical of putting more Ukraine money on the on the House floor. That could cost him his job, quite frankly. Anything could cost McCarthy his job, to be honest with you. But um, the House GOP is a lot less supportive of Ukraine aid than Senate Republicans. And uh, to be fair, the administration has not asked for this money yet. So we'll have to see how it shakes out. But, you know, it's interesting. Lindsey Graham, I talked to him yesterday. He said the, he wants the supplemental to be Ukraine, but also funding Israel and anti-China measures. I, You know, it's very I, my, my read politically of that situation was it's very difficult to vote against Israel and anti-China measures. A lot easier for senators and members of the House to vote against Ukraine aid. So, I mean, if McCarthy gets a bill that has all those things combined, he'll just split it up. But this is the next big fight, one of the next big fights, this and then the appropriations process, in addition to all the investigations House Republicans have undertaken. But this is the big process going forward for House and Senate Republicans. And quite frankly, it's going to pit the House leadership against the Senate leadership. Number three story of the day, usually only for premium subscribers, but we have the Punch Power Matrix this morning. Three ups for you this morning. Kevin McCarthy got 67% of his conference to vote for a debt limit hike. Pretty um, uh, pretty impressive. Usually like a quarter of, the, of Republicans vote for a debt limit hike when Democrats in the White House. Tom Massey uh, was the key to getting the bill out of the Rules Committee. Uh, he, uh, no one predicted that. Although Massey has signaled that he's not using the Rules Committee to um, to hold up legislation for ideological purposes. Number three, Hakeem Jeffries. Hakeem Jeffries, there was no deal, but Hakeem Jeffries saved uh, the the bill to raise the debt ceiling on the rule when it came to the floor, allowed, allowed his House Democrats to vote for the rule, uh, which really helped get it across the finish line. The three downs this week, Tommy Tuberville. Tuberville's... Uh, family is is put, putting distance his brother put distance between themselves and him over some of his remarks his controversial remarks recently david trone self-funding his own maryland senate campaign but all the endorsements are lining up for his opponent angela also brooks steny hoyer endorsed also brooks this week number three down in the power matrix this week is chip roy he led the charge against the debt limit bill the freedom caucus said they wanted to hold republicans to under a majority of the majority didn't happen and with that leave us a rating and review you can subscribe to punchbowl news at punchbowl.news have a wonderful weekend a great day and stay safe